Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. And that's what we have to do. Like, just fucking go out and do it. But also, when you go out and do it, go out and improve yourself also. Don't fucking be stagnant. Like, look at your flaws. Look at, like, the things you can do better. Don't be the guy who's like, I shot the best fucking shit ever because I'm the best. No. Again, Frame Chasers, and welcome back to another episode of Chasing the Frame. Um, if you notice, uh, this is kind of different right now. <laughs> I am the host of this episode, uh, your your boy Mark here. And with me today is uh, the one, the only, John DeMarco. That's right. This time we have John DeMarco as our uh, guest for today, which is kind of weird because you're always the host. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we thought we'd do something kind of different and unique, I guess, after 52, one weeks of guests on the show. I guess it's time to be a little uh, douchey and, and have myself <laughs> as the as the guest, a guest in this, in this sense. But hey, it took us 52 episodes to do it. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, like I said, thank you, thank you for letting me host this man. Oh no and, problem. Uh, I think so. Yeah, uh, I think it's only fitting also because you were the first episode I ever did, and it's yeah, just it's just fascinating <laughs> that also that you're gonna also do now. You're we're, we're reversing. Like it actually, when we drop this on the first, and if people are lucky, maybe we'll drop it a little bit early on Patreon. But it's just interesting that now one year later we're kind of flipping flipping the. Sw- the script for a second. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that like in the middle of the year I was a part of this. Yeah. Yeah. In general. So, yeah, yeah. And you joined in March, I think, of last year. Yeah. Yeah. So um well, yeah. Things change. Yeah, things have changed. <laughs> it's the evolution of chasing the frame. Uh are we gonna start or can I just say one thing I want to show you? I want to show you two things. Because I think I think okay, go ahead. All go right. ahead. I've been waiting. I gotta show you my, I gotta show you my nerf gun that I got for Christmas because this thing's fucking awesome. <laughs> Holy crap, that's big. <laughs> hey, hold on. Oh, no, actually, I did see it <laughs> just for a second. <laughs> you got us. Oh, chasing the frame yeah. framed. 
Sorry, I'm far away from the mic. I just had to hold that up. But uh, she goes to me. Yeah, I downloaded it. Yeah, poster framed. Yeah, framed. A frame chasing the frame. But she said, I I figured out how to do it. I downloaded the picture. You should be so proud of me. I'm like, I am proud of you, ma. There you go. Yep. So well, that's, that's in this episode, uh, I'm not very good at housekeeping. You want to do your housekeeping Man, form, uh, for I me? Do house, I have to do housekeeping. I thought I wasn't doing anything on this episode. I'm talking. <laughs> um, yeah, let me do housekeeping. That's I, how we always start it. I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. That's how you always start it. So I guess I got to say not what up frame chasers. It's Wednesday, obviously, because I'm the fucking guest. But hey, <laughs> let's get started first. We got to thank our affiliate partner, Artlist.io. Honestly, the best music licensing platform for any type of content creator. Thousands of new songs every day on unlimited downloads, which is always a plus, especially when you're trying to find music for any project. That is always the hardest part. Artlist makes it easy and simple. Give Guys, if you join in our affiliate link today in the description below, you get one year and two extra months free. So check it out and join Artlist.io, an inspiring music licensing platform created by filmmakers for filmmakers. Second, we have a merch free at teespring.com slash stores slash chasing dash the dash frame. Not only are we selling shirts, but we're selling hashtag Frame Chaser Mask for $10 each. Um, we, it's super stylish. It's a comfy cloth, and you let people know that you're a Frame Chaser on the set. Third, we have um, an affiliate link now with Production Apparel that has awesome production-style shirts. Uh, they're pretty funny, some, like some of them, and some of them are also, they have wrap gifts for crew and cast, whoever you're doing if you're having a production. So there's discounts for that as well. So you look in our description for that, and sign, uh, hopefully you guys can buy some shirts. Um, fourth, it's time for the show to give that donations out there because we gotta pay for that church of the frame. First, uh, CTF podcast is our PayPal, so just paypal.me slash CTF podcast, one time donation. Patreon, five dollar membership a month. I hope you guys join today because I'm so awesome. Uh, and it's my episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, everyone else is awesome. I'm terrible. Um, and third. Third is um, to our trust wallet, which we would just send us cryptocurrency, and that's straightly to another fund, and we're using that stuff for other things as well. And please like our Facebook as well. Subscribe to our YouTube page. And that is all. All right. And just to start it off, just for all time's sakes and to keep it going, um, so what we originally ask, and you know this question, the first question we always ask is, where are you originally from? Oh, my God. I thought about this actually when I took a piss like five minutes ago. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> Go so, ahead. so do you want to get me how technical do you want me to get with this i don't give a shit Go okay ahead. i'll get really technical so i'm originally from new jersey now i live in a town called saraville but there's a section of saraville called parlin and that's where i'm from but whenever someone asks you where are you from you go parlin they're like where the fuck's that i go i'm from saraville i'm in the saraville section or i'm in parlin in saraville like because there's different parts of saraville but, right, 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 right. but yeah so i lived in parlin new jersey 08859. Shout out. It's it's so weird. Like the like I I guess to us that's been here in the West Coast for a very long time, like the the usual like group of people that's just just around here. Yeah. Like hearing kind of like uh sections and areas of like uh of like New Jersey or New York in some cases, Uh it's like it's kind of it's kind of different. I'm, I'm not, I, I even got like pretty like specific. I could have been like, oh yeah, I'm from 125, which is the Parkway exit that you take if you're on Parkway okay. South, or it's 125 and it's 124 one way to 125 the other way. People, that's how people talk in New Jersey, man. They actually right, right, give right. out their fucking exit numbers. Like, what exit are you? I'm like, oh, I'm so and so. Okay. Instead of like, oh okay, yeah. No one like, was like. It's- 
It's kind of weird because here in Vegas, we got like what Summerlin, Henderson, yeah, got, stuff like that. And then you can identify that way, but, but nothing in like little tiny provinces and yeah. stuff like that. Like you can also, I mean, there's, I mean, also too, on top of that, if you think about it too, like no one goes by exits out here either. They go by cross streets. Hey, where are you from? Like Fort Apache, Sarah. Oh, Warm Springs 215. Like when I first moved that's out true. here, that's true. When I first moved out here, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like I'm from a place <laughs> where, you say, hey, John, how do I get to the house in New Jersey? I'm like, well, you go on the parkway, you take this exit, then you turn, like, all you say is like, hey, you turn right or turn left, doesn't matter which one. And then if you turn left, look for this street. And then if you go left, look for this street, go down that way. And and people fucking right, know. Right, right. Like, it, it's so, it's, yeah. it's kind of confusing. But if you're so used to living yeah. here in Vegas, it's a Vegas thing. Yeah, because I also go by landmarks. Like, if you see the shop right, you went too far. Or you're right there, you know what I mean? Like if you see if you see the fucking Pizza Hut, you're right. You're you went a little too far, or you just like you know what I mean? Like you tell him that Carl's Carl Junior. Yeah, like, see that Carl's Junior's over there? That's where it had to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So second question that we that you always ask and I always ask is, what movie inspired you to become director, uh, writer, or anything that you uh, wanted to be? Basically. Oh man. So this is actually. A, I feel like I've flip-flopped answers on this show when I've talked to people about like favorite movies and shit like that. Like, and it's, it's really hard to pinpoint, but I have to give like a, a, a few, like really what I, when I was little, there's a movie, uh, not movie theater, but um, a mom and pop kind of like franchise store called easy video, right? That's where you go for the, okay. the, um, you know, movies or stuff like that. And blockbusters, kinda like the Hollywood like, video. Is Holly, yeah, blast, like, like there was a yeah. blockbuster in town, but easy video was so close and convenient. We'd walk there. Like, cause we just walk okay. down the street, go, you know, down the road where you can walk to our shop, right? Which is a, a Albertsons or Smith's and there's easy video. Other, it's like, you know, mini mall stuff. Right, and, right, right. You know, I'd go there and I always rent the same handful of movies. You know, I fucking rent, uh, three ninjas, you know, I rent fucking, you know, Batman, Ghostbusters, like those movies really inspired me in that. And back to the future too. I wasn't big on back to the future one. I was really big on back to the future too. Uh, cause I like the hoverboard scenes and that really got me excited. Um, but right, I, right. I would say those movies, really, yeah, those, those movies really influenced me and like wanted me to do that as well. And then progressively when I got older, there's more skateboarding videos in the jackass era that kind of oh, right, 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 right. influenced me to do those. And then people of bam, people of bam, like all that. that shit. But like when I'm in college, when that's still kind of hanging in, in the air, you know, Christopher Nolan, weirdly enough with his movie, stuff like that, because of dark Knight, it made me want to become a more serious filmmaker but again, if you if we trace back where it really started was Back to the Future Two, Ghostbusters, okay. know, those movies in that regard. So I kind of went a long winded answer, but I kind of want to at least be as honest and open about it as possible. No, you're you're fine, man. Um, if anything, like, uh, what would you say is your ultimate though when you were when you were a kid? Like, that, out of those movies that you mentioned, that's like asking a grandparent who's your favorite grandchild, <laughs> though. Seriously, because it's it's so hard. Because like you know, if you. It's like if I rented the movie the most times, I would have to say it's either Ghostbusters or Back to the Future Two. Ghost- oh, that's so you can't even tell. Like, I can't even, you can't even like uh, like give an answer between those. Yeah, because I mean, huh? I mean, I've seen other movies and I've seen like those movies, but those two are really the things that I've always remember renting the most. Oh, okay. My parents are like, don't, okay. don't you want to uh, rent another movie? Though I'm like, no, I want to <laughs> see these. Even even uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, I rented a lot as well too, and then with. Really? Yeah, huh. I, I love that movie. And also, you know, to like think about this way as well. Like, you know, we grew up in a time of VCR. I mean, I'm, this is really getting tangenty, but like we grew up in a time of VCR, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, ha- you know, yeah. when we ha- when your parents would go, hey, I'm going to take this show or movie for you or something right. like that. And, you know, even, yeah, yeah. Like, 
even like uh, what did we? What did my dad tape that I always wrote? like Batman on like CBS? I remember that like watching that stuff because we had the tape of that, and I watched that a lot too. So those three, I would say, really, I can't really pinpoint what that okay. we answered. If I'm maybe a hundred percent on. Okay, then I guess I'll uh, I'll reiterate that question to say like what what can I say? What what is that definitive movie though that made you? In this case, you're a cinematographer. Yeah. In in this case. Yeah. What what was the definitive movie that made you want to become specifically a cinematographer? Okay, that's a, I think that might be a lot easier. But okay, be, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> shit, that is actually tough. That's tough, me. right? Yeah, <laughs> There's look, a lot of movies. I, I, ha- I own obviously I would own the movie if I if I fucking know what it it was. Right. But, like the one that changed your life, I guess. You know, I, yeah, I can't recall. I, I honestly can't. That's tough because I can't. Re- it's sad and I can't recall. You know. Okay. I really. It's maybe like it might be the Dark Knight. It might be that for that. Okay. Those reasons alone, it might be that movie. But again, I watched so many fucking movies and I've seen so many things and I watched the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like. You know, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. It seems it seems hard to distinguish. It's the hard, yeah. it, that's I, I the hardest it. answer I think I can ever ask anyone, and it's, it's a hard <laughs> answer to fucking even answer. No, I understand, man. It's kind of tif- difficult, especially yeah. like when there's so many. Like I wouldn't say like saturated, yeah. but like but like uh like there's just so yeah. many different varieties of like yeah. movies out there, and it's hard to distinguish. Like because there could be one that's really great in cinematography for a romance mm-hmm. versus another that's really great in cinematography for an action, yeah. and you're just like. You can't vary or, uh, I guess, compare it mm-hmm. in that way. I, maybe it might be Terminator 2, actually, because I love Terminator okay. 2 also. And that movie is great. Movie. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Terminator yeah. 2 for now. If I remember what else it okay. was, I'll, I'll answer. It, it will come to you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So uh, in this case, you've been. Uh, so let's start from the very beginning. Okay. What, like outside of outside of like uh, you seeing movies and as a child and seeing the glow in your eyes as you're looking at that. Yeah. As you're looking at <laughs> what you're seeing and going, I want to do that myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, what uh, made you want to start picking up a camera and doing what you love? Okay. In this case. So I'll start with this because I don't think many people, I don't think you know this mark about me, but. At six years old, I wanted to be a WWE wrestler, <laughs> or an FBI, okay. or an FBI agent. And I realized, or an be, FBI agent. yeah. And I realized two things: I'm not going to be an <laughs> WWE superstar, and two, an FBI agent. Someone told me is like the hardest test to take. So I'm like, that's out of the question. So my love of that's true. So fast forwarding now, I really could never see myself do anything else. And I knew this from an early age of what I wanted to do. I know what I wanted to do, but I love movies, obviously. So in what was it eighth grade we had an assignment to do where you know we had to do newton's laws of motion so my friend sean and i we had a week off in february we went to catholic school uh saint stance howler um so (laughs) so we did this newton's laws of motion thing where also too again going back to i'm kind of jumping around i apologize no, you're fine. The whole jackass era, that whole jackass right. and skateboard era, like flips, flip, sorry, oh, 
and like girl I, yeah right i didn't mention yeah being a being in a catholic school and watching that kind of stuff is against those kind of principles well, we watched out, out of school so like we didn't right, watch right, that right, school right. obviously but like oh you're such a you're such a naughty boy but man. we talk about jackass and we open like we talk about that shit in like fifth grade and stuff like that we those those shows really like got you where you wanted to do and then like that's what we, that's why i wanted to do I'm like i want to do a camera and fucking make you know, movies like that. And even like, it's kind of funny. This is also, I, I've never mentioned this either. It's been a long time, but my cousin, Lauren, lover to death. He knew people called the Heine Hill gang, which do, did jackass style shit too. And I saw their movie and I'm like, I could do this. I could do this. I want to do this. I want like, that kind of got me oh, like, why I do that as well too. So thanks to HHG, which never made one after one movie, they never made anything ever again. But, um, you know, I bought my own first camera for a birthday in eighth grade. So going back to Newton's old awesome. camera. Oh, what was it? Yeah. Old camera. It was like one of those, you know, pro, not prosumer, but it was a consumer camera from, I got it at Circuit City. I got uh-huh. it as a display model because it was the only oh, one shit. left. And I really liked it. Um, and that's why I bought, I don't remember the name of it, but it was like, I came like, oh, this is so cool. This is so cool. I want right. this camera. Um, and I'm like, I'm making skateboard films. That's kind of what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> so buy that camera, get a shitty tripod, you know, because everyone gets their first shitty tripod at like Best Buy, Target, all those places. And, you know, that's that's how it forward. So me and Sean were going to make skateboard films anyway. So we wanted to do that because we like skateboarding and we were terrible at it. And Sean can attest to that. We were really bad. So so we shot Newton's Laws in Motion. We did the first, second, and third one. And then, oh, this is the greatest thing. And Oh, my God. Not... <laughs> So, so, so it is, yeah. is it a series or is, was it like, no, uh, it was just like, Hey, Newton's first law of motion is this yada, yada, yada. And then we shot, Hey, this Newton's second law of motion. It was for a project for school. Oh, it was one. Oh, it was, it was just one, one whole video. Full, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, so okay, okay, okay. me and Sean kept, you know, we were just filming. Cause I think one of the laws of motion was something about like him jumping over a park bench or he wanted me to film him jumping off a park bench over a park bench. I'm sorry. Cause there's a park, no, you're good, you're there's good. a park right by my house. So this is, this is where it gets really good. So I'm like, all right, dude, man. All right, go, go. Okay. So Sean runs. This is running start. Now, mind you, the grass, there's a wet spot right by the fucking park bench. So he goes to jump. Sean slips onto this goddamn thing, onto the grass, and hits his shin right into the park bench in here. Crack. And I'm like, are you okay, dude? It was, oh, my shin. Oh, my shin. (laughs) <laughs> he heard his shin, and he, and it was like so funny. So like we went back and we we round we round that tape for fucking hours upon hours of just watching him fucking slide into the fucking park bench, and he didn't because we could jump over this park bench because we're fucking at like you know athletic and fucking like jovial and fucking energetic, but like just because he slipped on the fucking grass, he hits the park bench, and. Funny enough, we got off of school, you know, we got off that week of school because what happened was also, too, is all the Catholic school days you'd get off, but our school didn't do that. They just gave us a week off in February and said, hey, here's a week off for all the Catholic school days. You won't be taken off. So when we came back, we showed uh, my sixth grade teacher, Miss Chickley's uh, awesome teacher, my science and social studies teacher. We showed her this video of Sean and the first three laws of motion. And we go, we got to show you something else. We got to show everyone something else. So we show them. <laughs> Sean running into the the park bench and people went ape shit. They were cracking the fuck up. <laughs> so yeah, that was one of the first and earliest video projects I ever did, and we got like a hundred and ten for it because we got like ten extra points for doing like a video. 
You know what's funny about that? They yeah. tell you not to do that and don't do this at home, yeah. but you did it at home. But, you know, but the funny thing is, like, everyone was doing it. They, no one cared. Everyone wanted to do that shit. Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still pretty funny, though, and, <laughs> and then, how that works. And then towards the end of the year, me and Sean kept filming other things. We were like, then we did, like, a, we were trying to skateboard, obviously. We were trying to make a skate film and jackass style film. So actually, at the end of the year in eighth grade, we actually showed that film to our science and social studies class, and we had bagels for it too. And it was a really shitty. It was a really shitty film looking back on it, obviously. But like, you know, I, I was about have, to ask, like, uh, is oh there yeah, we can see it, that film. It, it, um, there is another film you can see, but I'm gonna have to make that really exclusive for Patreon because that's really uh, okay. that's really bad. And I, I can get to that. I can get to that if we get when we get there. So okay, okay, yeah. okay. There you go, guys. There you go. Some some exclusive stuff for Patreon yeah. right there. Yeah. So you 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 so you were making your own videos, you're yeah. making your own jackass type of videos. Trying to. Um right, right, right. So from there, uh where what did you do right after that? So eighth grade went to went to high school. So I went to this place called for a couple months, St. John Vianney's, and I went to Bishop Bar. And uh Bishop Bar, the next video project I did there was Oh. oh, so you still wanted to pursue yeah, video, I right? I still wanted to pursue video. I always so wanted the bug. I, I had the I know I had the bug. Like in, when I made Jack when I made Sean John, we called the movie Sean John, by the way, because we were Sean and John. <laughs> so when we made when we made Sean John one, we were gonna do sequels and not all this to shit. Be confused, not all right? Be, not, not to be confused with the <laughs> sneaker line. When we made Sean John one, which we had multiple sequels for also, by the way. Yeah. So oh, shit. Um, because I'm like, is that gonna be exclusive to Patreon? No, because we didn't, we never shine it. Because like the thing was, like in uh, eighth grade, I was like, dude, we gotta make Sean John too. We gotta make Sean John too. So in the summer, I was trying to get us to start filming Sean John too. But a lot of shit you see in Sean John will come up in a later movie called the movie that I made. Okay, which okay. is the thing that will make exclusive. You'll, I'll explain. I'll explain. Okay, um, okay. So, so in tenth uh, grade at a religion class and. Our Mr. Riley, who's who's awesome, he's he's the man. I loved all my teachers though, but Mr. Riley was the man. So we had a project where we had to make a video, a movie of right, like right. these seven sac like seven sacraments or seven sa like something seven something. Like it wasn't sacraments; it was something like any. It was basically about uh, whatever uh, whatever religious. whatever you can like make a movie on. It wasn't has to be religious; okay. it can be whatever it was. And I uh, okay. And at the, I wanted to make chapter four you know the can able story uh, like you know what i mean and um so i had me and my friend dean at uh we're in the same class and we can use oh, actually we weren't in the same class we were in different classes but we could also use people from different classes anyone from mr riley's classes any period we can all be in a, a, a team together so i kind of wrote a script out to chapter four which was the story of can able i used dean as uh kane kane killed abel right yeah and my friend Sean is yeah. able, and then my friend Moose was God. And this is another one that I think is flowing around the internet still. I think, and if, okay. if it's not, well, no, I'll put this on, on Patreon also. Let's let's have fun okay. with this shit. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, but it's really early filmmaking, and it's more of a serious thing. And Dean kind of wanted to do skateboarding, and I was kind of following, like you know, I was like, whatever, skateboarding. I'm like, let's do that. So I made him skateboard for a few times, but like the whole movie was basically really shitty. Just use my fucking house. So what we did, one of the coolest scenes in the beginning was actually my friend Sean wore black pants and a black like hoodie and covered his face. And I had one of those noisemakers and we made him sound like the devil. And he's like, 
this is the story of good and evil, yada yada, like this whole thing. And like, yeah, fireplace. And then we kind of like attracted to the fireplace at the end of the fireplace would come on. So like, and this also at the time too, I was like, after we filmed it, I was, I was doing a lot of the shit that people did where they found music to kind of elevate the story where it kind of like <laughs> drove the story a little bit. So I'm like putting right, Megadeth, right. death fucking Avenged sevenfold. Like all these songs, like "My Sweet Lord" from George. Uh, so, uh, so, George so Harrison. my question is: Yeah, go ahead. During that whole process, because yeah. you were younger, you didn't know how to edit and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. So, uh, was it that whole thing where you took a camera, you put the music in the background? Oh yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> just like all so ambient you, noise. So you, so what we did was, you know, we pl- we had the computer and the TV. We had a TV room, right? So that's where our TV and computer was. That's what we called it. So we'd play the fucking thing, and then I play the fucking music off the computer speakers to, you know, you know, hear it to record. Cause you had to play the thing back and record the music over. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we did. It was really shitty editing, obviously. Cause again, we didn't have the computer for it. So right, that's right. what we did. And then, you know, you can't fucking fix your audio levels at all. And you're making sure. No, 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 there no, too. So when we present the movie, which I think it received critical acclaim, maybe it didn't. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Uh, no, I think everyone liked it, but my teacher actually gave me a, he goes, I gave you 100 by minus two, which is 98, because you had too much like loud music. And then, but I give you two points for actually writing a script, so you're back to 100. <laughs> I'm like, all right, uh, I'll take it. How lenient. <laughs> yeah. You, it was like, uh, it was really good. I really, everyone did something like, you know, I took it serious. I really took it like where I wanted to make something good and show people something good and be like, right, right. I'm, I'm going to be a filmmaker. So. Yeah. So, so I have a question too. Yeah, like, what, uh, when you when when you did the whole, <laughs> uh, did you not like? Did you not like look over footage and try to see if you could like redo the sound and all that? Or no? I couldn't tell because we we tried to like cause the thing was we were you know rewinding. There's no playback that time. Huh? There's like you know there's playback with the white, yellow, and reds, and we play it back on the TV, right, right. and then that's how we record the music. Like I didn't have line. the I didn't yeah. have the music loud though. I had it like to a a, a decent. I thought decent, like, you know, sound and like, we're, like, oh man, you know, I'm like, Lewis, like Lewis is pressing the rewind button on me. And I'm like, Lewis, stop play. <laughs> and I'm playing the music or I'm like, or, and then I'm like switching it off and he goes, play the music. No, we need this. <laughs> we got rewind, you know, if we mess up somewhere. Right. Right. So just, it was just, cause you know, back in the day, like, no, yeah, exactly. you can. All, 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 all we did was like, all right, shoot it, record it. All right. That was good. All right, wait, 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 we have to do it again. So rewind. Oh <laughs> shit, we didn't go all the back all the way. Oh man, so like we had to edit within the fucking system. So thankfully, right, it, made right, a, right. it made a pretty, pretty stellar fucking uh, edit piece together. Right? It worked. There you go, Thank man. God. Thank Christ. Thank oh. <laughs> you. Well, guys, there you go. Like that. That's ambitious. Uh, that was ambitious uh, uh, filmmaking right back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> but a bunch of young dudes just trying to make movies. Yeah. And the only one taking it, the only one taking it serious was me. <laughs> Everyone else was just having fun. <laughs> like cut. No. <laughs> yeah. Like I made my friend Dean walk literally from where I lived all the way to the end of the street, which was pretty far. It's not like a like yeah. a cold like you know where I live now, where it's like oh just down the block. There's only this. No, it's fucking like you pass by like a handful of houses. You pass by right. shit like you're. He's on the other side though. It's probably like less. It's less than a, it's like a quarter mile probably. I would say from where my right, house right. was to the end of the street was where he had to go, where he had to walk. So I mean, walk the whole time. I'm running like, all right, we got this shot, and I'm like, this shot. And I'm like, I'm getting this shot. <laughs> And then the worst part is that, like, you have to, like, press the record button right yeah. when you're done with it. The, or, like, the stop button. Thankfully, it was all autofocus. So, 
So I have to worry about manually focusing this thing. Oh man, <laughs> depending on autofocus. Yeah, so <laughs> you know it's funny how that works today now too. <laughs> but yeah, uh okay, so uh you 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 were making that uh and then now you're now you're at high school, like yeah, you were mentioning you were doing yeah. you're trying to do that Sean John yeah. uh uh movie yep. and that didn't work out, right? It it didn't work out, but it worked out. So to explain what that means is also I'm kind of forgetting one more story about one more video project in high school, which was for physics. Um, and that wasn't really as memorable as like the, uh, making the, um, you know, making chapter four, but so going back to the whole Sean, John in transforming the movie is senior year. I got, what was it? I got a laptop because I got into a car accident and I got some money, extra money from it. And oh, I got, I got my MacBook. Well, wait, wait, wait. What's that car, car accident? I actually want to know. Oh, so like what happened was I was driving out of school and someone just T-boned me. It was nothing like major. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. So um, that's what happened. Um, it was an extra. It wasn't. It like, wasn't no, it wasn't. They just. They, I think the estimate was over what the amount or the the amount that needed to be fixed. The car was less than what the estimate was. So I got all that estimate. So I kind of got the the MacBook Pro at the time um, for uh, that. Okay. Yeah, and then. Trying to think of how this okay, so because I got the MacBook Pro, and then because every summer I was a lifeguard, like oh, yeah, yeah, you did mention so, that before, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, to I, me, at least. yeah, yeah, and and we worked across the street, and all of us friends worked together. So when I got when did I oh, I fucking try to think of like the timeline a little bit, it's a little fuzzy. Um, so I just take my old camera and we just start filming stuff. Just random ass shit. And then that broke in the summer once when we were just looking over footage. It literally was on my fucking like leg and I moved my shoe and it fell and it didn't even land on like anything crazy. It landed on like the LCD and then the L- like the whole camera didn't work after that. But it wasn't Ooh. like a, but it was Mark. I was sitting on the, I was sitting on the street already and I was only six inches, however tall the fucking width of a shoe is. Because my feet were, Indian, right. you know, Indian style on the ground. So it right, didn't right. take a full big plunge where I was like, oh shit, or it didn't hit the fucking curb. It just, it just, you know, fucking, you know, did something. Shows you like how fragile like yeah. cameras used to be at that oh, time. Oh yeah. And everything. So yeah. I was really interested in, again, going back to skateboarding, the skate cameras they were using, like the GL2, the Sony uh, 100, something oh. 100, all those VX100 or some shit like that. And like, I yeah, wanted. Yeah. Wanted one of those cameras next, so I bought. I think I got that from a graduation gift for eighth grade. So all the money I was getting from family and people like that, I used to buy that camera from Abe's of Maine, um, which I went to and I bought that camera in person. Now it's really cool because it's like, oh my god, this camera is awesome! I got a mini fucking flip out screen, I got a handle, <laughs> got all this shit, and I'm like, we gotta make the movie. And at the time, my friends were getting BB guns, so we started shooting Koffler. We're then trying to shoot like ourselves with you have it. a video of that yeah. too so there's yeah, a video of that yeah yeah so you know we're doing all this other shit like and we're just trying to like we have one where like Koffler and this uh my uh, neighbor justin were in my garage and we're just giving them shit to drink like so who's gonna fucking out drink the other person like we gave them mustard with <laughs> nice. like oil like or like some like ketchup they had mayonnaise lard like it's, it's <laughs> and, and this is also yeah it was also this is also how like shitty my editing was back in the day is I was obviously editing through iMovie but it wasn't just that I didn't understand pacing or story or anything of that nature so like this is just feels it feels long 
it fucking just okay. feels long and like just, oh my just God. convoluted yeah. like it's so many clips everywhere kind yeah of thing. and like it's just a long shot of this and i'm like moving around not really cutting stuff because i don't want to miss anything also uh still <laughs> shaky today. cam <laughs> you know the whole kickaboodle the um, whole kickaboodle yeah and right. then there's another one where you know we all wax each other and that <laughs> we we get like wax and see who can like the pain or whatever. So, oh, 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 oh. so what was it? Oh, it was a jackass moment. Yeah, it was a jackass moment. So, like, um, Cothler did his inner thigh, I think. Our friend Lewis did his chest. No, who did his inner thigh? I don't know. Who, someone did their inner thigh. I was like, what oh, an asshole. man. But, like, my friend Mitch did his beard. Uh, and my friend Matt did his sideburns. And that was hysterical. He did his beard? Yeah, he did his beard. What? Um, I won't say what I did <laughs> because it's kind of like embarrassing. Uh, I was not, I was forced to Which do this. It's what we think, right? It's it, what we it think. Rise it rhymes with arse. Or, <laughs> uh, it is my arse. Um, so, the, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just spilling all the fucking beans in this episode. Yeah, so, you are. Yeah, I don't really just care. It's, right on your own podcast. Yeah, might as well, right? Say my. <laughs> all right, so uh, but, uh, you but, did that, everything. Oh, and Justin did his armpits. That was funny because we went to the shop right after that. And he's going like this the whole time. He's like, I can't put down my arms. Smack, just like two two smacks right there. Pull it out. Ah, oh, it so, yeah. just gives me goosebumps. But we're making man. this. We're making this movie like towards the summer. Yeah, and that's when I might make try and make it like that. Make this whole jackass style right, film. Right. And I, I actually there's so, deli- there's deleted scenes on the DVD, but sadly I can't find those deleted scenes where I would put post those. Right, but right. Those are really bad. No, like so, so, so it's finished basically. It's finished. And did you yeah. show it to people and everything? And uh, how was time, that like? I think I had one time on YouTube, but like you know, all the friends saw it and they enjoyed it. Gave it to our one friend Brandy, like who was having a hard time at the one one time, and she laughed about it and stuff like that. So it helped. I mean, like you know, she and you know she was doing some stuff. So we 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 gave that to her. We gave the you know we gave to everyone who was in the fucking movie. We all watched it. We all uh-huh. laughed about it. Like. So it, it it was in it's, you know it was fun. It wasn't like who else I showed. I'm not showing my parents that shit. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> fuck that. Um, Dude, fuck that. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, it was, okay. it was it was good. Okay. It was fun. It was fun to make. Okay. It was fun to do. It was just it was just fun and entertaining. And again, YouTube was in its infancy. Something you could do with your friends. Yeah, something you could do with <laughs> our friends, and that and that translates to what you know I did next on YouTube with food that kills. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah. you you had uh, if if many of you don't know, he does he has this uh, he has this YouTube channel that he did for a long time called yeah. Food That Kills. Tell yeah. tell us how that was. So when Epic Meal Time first started, right, we watched that religiously. We always talked about we're like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. So we're like, let's. I, I'm like, I want to make this thing called the All American Burger. Now, I was like, I want to do like fucking a hamburger with fucking bacon, hot dogs on it. And this is before fucking Carlos Jr.'s fucking thought of that all-American burger. Put fuck, did the same thing that we did. So, oh, you mean the $6 burgers and stuff? No, they had all... Look, you can look this up. They had an all-American burger and literally the same shit that we had on our all-American burger they basically had on our, their all-American burger. Okay. So, like, they ripped us off, I like to say. Okay, okay, fair, fair. But, um, so we did that and we called... Originally, we called it Epic Girl Time and, uh, and, uh, my friends were like, that's stupid. Why are we calling that? Why? Like, so, it, we, yeah, so we kind of just, I don't know how Food That Kills came on. Uh, we just named it that. Somehow, someone named it that. I know it wasn't me. I think it was either Matt or from my other friend, John, who we called Jag. So I'll, I'll refer to the John Gerritsen as Jag moving forward, everyone. Um, so me, Matt, and Jag start doing, like, Food That Kills. So we're like, 
Well, we'll do every Tuesday. We'll do an episode and stuff like that. So what we were doing is like, we were kind of just shooting and then editing and then trying to get it rushed to fucking. Yes. Question. Yes. Are you still, uh, are you still in high school or is this is after? We're kind of going into high school end of high school now going into college. Okay. 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 So yeah. Oh wait, no, no, this is actually, hold up, hold up. Food that kills started. No, because food that kills start. I get my timeline confused a little bit. Food that kills started actually towards the end of college, like 2011. That's when we started. Okay. Jun- like junior year, going into senior year of college. That's when food that kills happened. Actually, so okay, it so took what, two more years okay. to get to food that kills. So, so then, like before all that, though, you still you you were going to college, and what did you go to college for? I went to college. So when I applied to college, I applied to School of Visual Arts, which is was in New York. I, I looked at the film academy. My parents didn't want me to go there because they thought a degree was better than a certificate, yada, 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 that whole thing. So, all right, that was out of the question. So I, I wanted to really go to Rowan University, which was down south in Glassboro, New Jersey, but I didn't get into that. And I'm like, now I'm like fucking around. And I got into the school of visual arts was fucking, I was like, holy shit. I didn't know how I, I did do that. Um, but it was about $43,000 a year. And Ooh, and my, and also my <laughs> and and to thank be thankful my parents actually paid for my college, which is, I was an, I was also an only child. It's always a blessing. Yeah, it was it was a blessing, and I I fully thank them a hundred percent for that. And like honestly, it's like it was it's very kind gesture. And I'm not trying to sound like braggadocious about it, but I just want to at least let it be out there. No, um, dude, you're fine. But I was also I applied to like every college I can think of, trying to figure out a college. My parents, like, you'll go to like you know community college. Then, like, one of the last two colleges I looked at were Montclair State University in Montclair, New Jersey, then Keene University in Union, New Jersey. I saw both of them. I liked both of them at the time, and I was just waiting for Montclair because I really kind of wanted to go to Montclair more than Keene. And when I, I got the acceptance letter to Keene, and I was like, all right, I guess Montclair, it's too late. I have to make a decision. Literally, the two days after Montclair, I said they accepted me all. Oh, so, man. which is fine. It's fine because where everything happens for a reason, as my parents would say. Right. Um. So, okay, I go to Keen undecided, and I went there for a year. I hated it. It was terrible. Ooh. Like it. Usually, how it goes. Yeah. It, well, also, it was a big commuter school, so I commuted there, and I had a. And if you want a parking spot, like the parking was bad there, you would have to get an eight o'clock class. So like I had to get up at seven o'clock and now you don't know, Mark. This, oh, you're saying like in even the afternoons and nights, like, yeah, yeah like, like I, hard to, um, so I, I had on my fall semester, I had Monday and Wednesday classes, Tuesday, Thursday classes. Um, all Friday is off three day weekend. Perfect. Uh, but oh, wow. yeah, but, um, in the spring they changed it to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursdays, but Monday, Wednesday, Friday were 15 minute classes. So by like 12 o'clock, I'm like, I'm going home. I have nothing to do. So fucking hate it and Koffler, Jonathan Koffler, my best friend who is my old roommate and who is, you know, one of the, uh, you know, one of the best people in my life and besides you, Mark, obviously, and my wonderful fiance, Ashley, um, oh, flattering me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and my dog bear. Uh, but anywho, um, you know, I transferred to Rutgers in for my sophomore semester and that's where I go to Mason Gross, the art school there. And I declare my major for uh, Bachelor of Fine Art, Visual Arts concentration. And that's where I start doing the video department. So, uh, how I got to video there? How was that like? College. It was. I I enjoyed it. It was. It was a fun four years. Um, I really loved. I loved all my teachers. 
I only had like a, like a video one A, video one B, video it was video oh, one, right, right. two, and three. There's no like film this, that, and the other thing. And like, I don't think I took vil- uh, video too seriously the first semester. Like, I took it serious, but I wasn't like I, I was scoffing at video art, video as an art form, and kind of thinking of it more of a cinema. And oh, I see. Okay, you know I mean? like, okay. If you look up like people like Bill Viola or you know Yo- even Yoko Ono. Uh, Tony Osler, you know, um, Ryan Tricartan, I believe his name is like those people. Those are video artists. So it's a completely, it's not cinema. It's not like you don't need proper. Exp- right. Yeah, right. It's, it's experimental all the way through. Even Jen. It's, it's artsy. Yeah. Jen, and Kevin that. McCoy, great, great artist too. And like, and I'm Jim Pike, the father of fucking video art, a uh, video art. Um, so, so do they, do they like, uh, were they like the type of school that romantically like, uh, like look at video in a certain way, like yeah, I would like say overall. so. They 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 I mean, more than usual is what I'm asking. Yeah, I would say so because they also too on top okay. of that they but they respect people that want to do cinema and that stuff too because like you know people want okay. to do that as well. There's everyone's coming from different forms of art, but they understand right, what right. video is just teaching you a different way. It's just making you think a different way. So the first semester, I didn't really get it. I was kind of like, this is, what is this stupid? This is dumb. So I kind of you know <laughs> I didn't really. I did it, but I didn't understand. And then I was like, let me understand it the second semester. And that's where it started really clicking for me. Like, okay. um, like, so I made some great art films there. Cause that's why I did one of my first, my favorite, one of my favorite installation arts pieces, which if people don't know, installation art is basically like, probably terribly explained, but basically like making a room feel a certain way, installing pieces of it that make it like, but I'm doing it like the whole idea of my installation piece video was it was supposed to be like a paint studio. So it was a paint studio where I put a tarp down. I put a canvas down. I cut it out in the middle and I put it over a TV because my whole idea was painting like oh, wow. Jackson Pollock. You're going full art. Okay. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I, I painted, I, what I did was I recorded me painting like Jackson Pollock does with drip painting. So I did it one way and then I, finished that footage and then I reversed it. So you saw the paint going on and you saw the paint coming off. So going on, oh, coming off. So very I, artsy. Yeah. Okay. So I made it feel like you're watching the canvas being painted on. And that was one of the video arts that I'm like, okay, now I understand video art. Now I respect it more. And you know, um, then I did my final piece, which was my sweet revenge, which is the greatest Nerf gun movie ever. Uh, <laughs> console circle to the, or if I just showed you all early on the podcast. Is, is, um, is that going to be on Patreon too? <laughs> I think that's on YouTube. I can, I'll take it off. YouTube, I'll put it on Patreon if I can find it. The going to my archives there, but more content for yeah. people. There you I go. Will, I will do that. I will actually, I will put all that stuff the day after this goes on Patreon, maybe or something. I don't know. Okay. I'll figure out when this goes on, but, um, okay. So, so yeah. you're, so you're, you're learning about art, art, video art basically yeah. you're tra- you're you're learning about these different types of theories and different types yeah. of like watching uh, different things of- yeah as well right right and mm-hmm. and then um from there uh, is that where food uh food that kills comes in yes so right after yeah okay. I, basically junior year of college uh, end of junior year towards oh real quick yeah before we get before we move on to that just so i can yes, uh, understand a little bit more did you enjoy it there though Oh, I love Overall. Rutgers. I, I lived okay, there okay. for two out of the three years I went there. I, I lived there for two years. Awesome time. And I, I kind of commuted home, uh, did the commute, commuter route uh, senior year. And I loved it still because we just, because the thing is too also, what I loved about it so much is like our art building was open 24 seven. 
So you can mm-hmm. go there and stay there all night oh, and day cool. and stuff like that. So I, and again, the food that kills when I start talking about that, you'll understand why I'm saying that. So okay. we'll get that. At. And, and then one more, one, yeah. one more thing, like when it comes to, uh, because this is like the long old time question that we hear from everybody, you yeah. know, all around YouTube, all around, like in general, right. Do you need college to, or, or film school to become a filmmaker? I think yes and no. There's okay. There, there, because you're, you're a part of it. Yeah, no. And, and I, I always yeah. say this too on the podcast where I say, go out and experience more mm-hmm. like that's where you get more of your lessons but also too like what if i never made it in the art field as well like what if i just didn't succeed in an art job or a fucking video job like what would happen to me like that's also the other thing it's like have a fallback career just in case because i don't have one <laughs> i see i see i see. <laughs> you know <what> i mean <laughs> like i like there's a slim chance and this is like the most depressing static ever stat statistic probably ever but there's a slim chance you'll make it big anytime and i mean i'm not big i'm not i there's a slim chance i'll make it big if i ever do but still like i'm gonna be content with what i do i guess but i'm gonna strive right. to do the best and strive to do whatever i can but still to have a fucking fallback career just in case of like some marketing communications whatever it is so you have a good career then you're not fucking like stressing yourself out trying to pay bills on a giggly basis you know i, I don't know you know what i maybe i shouldn't be the one answering this fucking question either Depend- <laughs> no, it's just that because yeah. you, uh, because I've seen you worked. I've, I've yeah. seen, uh, we, you've seen me work. We both know about like how how we do things, and we do it, we do it extremely well, in, yeah. in my opinion. And the fact is, like, the thing is, I never went to film school. Yeah, like, and uh, I mean, I I went to audio school, yeah. and that's like the complete like different <laughs> avenue yeah, yeah. from from like film in general. Uh, I mean, just as a part of it, but mm-hmm. it, it's like. Do you like in this case being as a working professional yourself, like yeah. yourself in, uh, in this case, like you, it, like would you say like two people that like that never been to film school or was always thinking about it, would they need that in terms of being like in our field and all that? I don't think so because there's many great artists okay. who also, you know, or not artists, but like people who work in this industry who never went to school for it all, uh, you know, visual art or video in general too. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's more or less. Cause again, I always say on the show, the best experience you'll get is actually on a film set. And I shit you like, I'll never fucking yeah, yeah, lie about right. that at all. Like that's my honest I agree opinion. That. Yeah. As much as I learned and enjoyed school, I did build friendships and relationships with people and I enjoyed them. And I, I sat out and talked to them anymore and I haven't to, and I wish I had been a better person with that, but you know, I, I also, you know, in this case too, maybe it's the positive too. You don't have to fucking pay for your own gear, you know, or have your own gear. In, in, uh, in, in there's, school. there's one benefit. Here's right the benefit. There, right? Like literally you can go to school, you know, do this shit and get a free fucking laptop or I mean, not free laptop, but a free edit bay system, you know, suite and have your own footage, edit bay, footage for whatever you and, make yeah. and stuff like that. Buy and then the people you meet too. SDs. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's probably the best if you want to like really learn editing and stuff like that then yeah go to school i would say go to school for that like i mean you know okay so uh okay moving on Sorry. Well, that was uh, a long-winded one uh so food that kills yeah. so that that's when it started like right after that 
Yeah, and uh, transitional. Transitioning that was going into junior year of uh, senior year of college. Um, we started. That's when Epic Meal Time was big. That's when we started watching that shit. We enjoyed it every Tuesday. Um, so we it was the summer. It was like June, I think, close to the end of May, June, when I made the uh, all American burger. Um, and you know we did it. We had fun. We we made it like we tried to make it like a parody of uh, Epic Meal Time. We felt like we did. We uploaded it, and you know we started. We got views, and it was cool. It was cool, and then we were trying to do other ones. Like we were going to do a, a a cooking thing, and then one week, and then a challenge the next week. So every other week was something else. So it'd be meal, then challenge, meal, challenge, meal, challenge, and you know we did those, and we weren't consistent on, it, but we we it was hard to be, and then we kind of like stopped after the fourth episode for a while and kind of went on hiatus because we were like, well, I don't remember the reason why. I think maybe because the school started happening or some shit like that. I, I don't motivation, remember. Motivation, maybe? It wasn't motivation. It was just like, oh, we're kind of busy. It's kind of taking some... It's a lot of money also to fucking buy a, you know, a whole box true. of fucking shit than you know, this true, whole thing. True. So, also, at that time, too, is in going to senior year, I bought my first DSLR, which was a Canon 60D. So then we went back into food that kills after that. But also tape tape was a little hard. It was a pain in the ass to do at the time too. And then um going to going to college senior years when I was like, let me focus on my deep thesis. That's kind of important to make that as well. And um yeah, so that's really into senior year and food that kills. And because So how how was that like doing like being in the tape era? Because that was during like the mini D V era and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Like, so I we didn't get a DSLR at our at our at our school until like my senior year. Like we had T two I. Or no okay. we, junior sorry, junior year I got that uh we had the T two I. And that's mm-hmm. and I got the sixty that summer because my friend was like, you gotta get a sixty D, it's awesome. It's like the shit. Like you got it's it's awesome. I'm like, all right, yeah, it's I'll get the a creme, the creme. Yeah, it was <laughs> and it was also a pretty awesome prosumer DSLR. It was a little bigger than the even, Rebels. Even till today. Yeah, we I still, we still use it. Yeah, it's a really fucking awesome camera. And um so yeah, that's when we when we got the DSLR, we kind of went back into food that kills stuff. But also, we started doing our favorite show, Ask a Fat Guy, which is our friend Mitch. Huh. Our friend, my friend Mitch, is about I'd say four hundred pounds, and we thought he thought of a show where it's like people, you know, comment and they ask him a question, he'll answer it. So we did a bunch of those, man. We did. Oh, oh. we did. A, is there a full YouTube of it? Yeah, there's, it's no. on the Food That Kills YouTube. It's a whole, every episode. Oh, of Ask okay. a Fat Guy. Um, it's on there. Um, and we really like we. That's where I was saying like the twenty four seven thing. Every Friday senior year, we just live at the fucking um edit suites and stuff like that, and the the studio. So there's a studio in our in our thing, and there's a green screen, other thing, and shit like that. So we film all our Ask a Fat Guys in that studio as much as we can. Huh. So we try to get most as out of it as possible. So using yeah. your resources. Yeah, we use our resources. <laughs> and like, you know, we're also trying to edit food that kills stuff. So we're trying to like be consistent with content and do all that shit. Yada yada yada. We also did some vlogs where I hosted the vlogs. Um but yeah we were doing that. It was fun. And then also during that time too I was working on my thesis, uh Dream a Trip of Revelation. So that's where that transitions to as well. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So what what happened to food that kills like right after all of that motivation or not motivation gone but like uh like when everything stopped all of a sudden when everything stopped is probably what 
I know it's, that's I don't tough. Know if, like, that's a tough thing. It, to, it's like, a tough talk thing about or... to pinpoint where and how it starts. I think. I think more or less because we did it for a good year. Because we didn't ask a fat guy what your one year anniversary. We did other things and kind of also too. I think we were trying to do other things as well. Like we wanted to do like there's a there's a Mitch versus series that we did called Mitch versus the stairs, Mitch versus uh, skinny guy, and Mitch versus zombie. <laughs> Um, which actually okay. all blend in each other, actually, because Matt's character is is the guy who denies him a drink. I think in the first one. Oh, you had a universe. Okay, yeah. Going it, on. Actually, it's a really inter- it was really cool. It was, it was really funny. But also, we were focusing our energy into ask a fat guy, all that shit. But like, food that killed was kind of like, again, it was like whenever we wanted to do it, it wasn't like we had, we did, we were consistent on it. We wanted to be, but it was just always hard to like. Go like, oh, we have to spend so much money on this stuff, and no one wants to right, use their house right. to fucking cook in, and yada, yada, yada. We got kicked out of my house because my mom didn't like the smell of bacon because we tried to make bacon wrapped mozzarella sticks. Oh, oh. Yeah, and, and we weren't using like thin mozzarella. We were, we used a block of cheese like this fucking. Big. Oh, wow. Like the big. Like that. Big. Oh, wow. Okay. So we got kicked out of my house to do that shit, so we couldn't do that anymore. So we were trying to find other places to do it. Um, so yeah, we and I think mostly it came to me having an argument with Mitch about like trying to better our production value and do a Kickstarter because I think Kickstarter was starting at the time and asking people to donate money to us because we want it to do more and I I want it to do get better equipment because it's like mm-hmm. hey man like I want to I want to get some investment stuff like invest into this shit so people can watch it. Mitch is like I don't want to ask people for money yada 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 and like Matt and Mitch go we bought these like fucking work lights from Home Depot to use and like as as hot as they were they weren't like the best fucking lights because A they were hot and like they were very hard you get very yeah, hard yeah, showers yeah. on the thing so like it was always that push and pull of like arguing about like the investment money trying to get kickstarter asking money this that and the other thing and like it kind of just started falling you know away and like okay. that whole in that, okay, in that regard okay yeah, that's that's what okay. that kills kind of slowly died by bought it back when I came to Vegas. Okay, so yeah, okay, go ahead and uh, so from there you're heading to Vegas. So this is your move, right? Oh, so my move happened in August third, two thousand thirteen. So to go back a little bit into senior year to finish that off, um, I did my thesis, which was fucking awesome. I love that thing. Um, that was one of my favorite <laughs> fucking films I ever, I think was awesome. If I, I would love to do it, redo it again with like the shit I have now, but, um, anywho, right, right, right. uh, anywho. So I graduate in May and I start applying for jobs and I had this internship called situational, which was awesome. By the way, it was a creative agency, creative marketing agency and they have video production department. I did, I did a lot of shoots on that and I learned a lot, but during that May institute like that, I'm looking for jobs. I literally have a legal pad. I shit you not, Mark. I filled the whole legal pad up, front to back, over 800 jobs. Oh, wow. I could not get one. I could not find one. I got went for interviews. What? That's it, crazy. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, I applied everywhere. I, like, it's, and it's crazy, too, because, like, people, like, were asking, like, we need two years experience. We need three. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to get a job? Yeah, like, how the hell too? are you supposed to get experience? Like, right. <laughs> I actually, so... So I, I found a job at this flip book company where I made flip books for, you know, parties and shit like that. And I had this 
I worked at Target also as well. I think I left Target. Uh, got that job. And this is in this Jersey is still in still. Jersey. Yeah, we're still in Jersey. Okay. okay so okay. I'm sorry, I'm like giving a longer version of this. It's no, the, no, you're fine. Extended you're fine, cut. You're fine. Um, <laughs> Second cut. Yeah, extended cut. So, <laughs> so I do this internship again, Situational, which was awesome. If Rob Tagalini's hearing this, or you know, uh, who's the owner of Situation Normal, uh, he's he's he was an awesome dude. Uh, so was you know working with uh, Thad Henrique. Enrique, uh, you know, Brian Le- uh, Levitsky, uh, Matt Romana, uh, Romanchek, uh, I mean, I'm saying your name wrong, probably Matt. I'm sorry. Uh, Garrett Johnson, you know, working with John Reno, Greg Tango, Steve Masterelli, Steve Masterelli. I have to give a shout out to Steve Masterelli. I don't think he even listens to this podcast, but if you guys want a fucking master of a DP and like, who has like, he is actually a person. I fucking enjoy his work. His work is fucking phenomenal. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. And he, yeah. Um, Wait, what's his name again? So that the, D, the rest of the viewers, D and Mastrelli. I don't know if he has, I don't, I don't know if I'm friends with him anymore on Facebook or anything like that. Or I think I follow him. I don't know his Instagram, but I've seen his stuff and I, and I, and I saw him, we worked commercial for poppy wine. I can actually, if I find it on YouTube, I will definitely show it to everyone. Um, maybe I'll, maybe I'll play a clip somewhere on here. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But right, he right. DP'd that, and that thing was awesome. Like okay. he did a fucking okay. fantastic job. He is, he is. They called they made they called him the master, and he was <laughs> the master. So Steve <laughs> Masterly is the master. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, so I I'm looking for these jobs, but in January I got a job in New York City for like thirteen dollars an hour to be an assistant editor. Now. That is a job I lasted one day at. Oh, really? So the dude whose name was John also, you know, I got there and he goes, I'll be there at nine or whatever it was. So then I'll show you what to do. Dude didn't show up at all for like an hour or two. Oh, shit. I feel like he's all I'm just sitting there. So you're by yourself. I'm by myself and I don't know what to do. I told him like, hey, I'm here. It's my first day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is giving me a bad like taste in my mouth. And then. Right, right. Then it's like. The guy who's the editor downstairs is like, oh, I'm supposed to teach you Avid and stuff like that. So I don't know anything about Avid. And he's like, I'm just, I'm supposed to shadow him. So I'm like, what the, what the, I'm like, where, where's John? Oh, so this guy was supposed to show you all of the ropes. He was going to probably, like, I don't know. Cause like no one told me what I was supposed to do. And then like, I'm with the dude for like however long and I'm just watching him work and he's trying to tell me what's going on. But I'm thinking about him like, what am I going to do? Like, what am I doing today? I don't understand it. Yada, yada, yada. So they tell me like, oh yeah, you're going to have to like, now it's like towards the end of the day and it's mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what time, but it was like maybe like two hours left or whatever. But he shows the Jews, John showed up probably after lunch and he goes, yeah, you just want you to organize these fucking hard drives. I'm like, what? So <laughs> like also these hard drives, like clean up the project files, this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, but you're not really telling me like if there's a, how, what your system is, like how this works and shit like right, that. Right, right. What's your workflow? What's, yeah, like, what's I don't know anything about this. Because everybody has a difference. Also, like, yeah, there's, you know, there's uh, people, things offline that you need to fucking, like, um, reattach and yada, yada, yada. It's, they're all over the place. So all these, I'm like, what the, f-? and it's like, a, you know my bookcase in my office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, think of it as two, two, three up, right? It was two or three up and it was uh-huh. deeper. So, it was just hard drives on those and, Break it down by two of those instead of like. So he's sections. trying to tell you to like organize, organize all these hard shit. drives, and I'm like, oh, it's already God. like two or three. I have no idea what to do. Are they labeled at least? No, they're not labeled. And I'm like, what the? I'm like, 
and also like thinking about I'm like I should have had a fresh hard drive so I can at least start transferring stuff over to find all these like projects to you know kind of go into order. And I'm like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm like this is terrible. I leave. I'm like my parents were telling me like don't take the job. It's not, it's not even worth it because like. They were saying, yeah, like, how unorganized and how prof- not even, unprofessional not even they that. sound. They were explaining to me like twelve dollars an hour for an assistant editing job to take the train daily into the city. Oh. You won't have any fucking money. And yeah, I'm like, but you know, yada yada yada. Um, so literally at the first day, I was like, yeah, I'm not going back. And I asked, like, my mom's like, well, you better ask Rob for your fucking internship back, and hopefully he can pay you on certain things. So like, Rob, that luckily enough let me come back. Um. So I stayed at my internship for like another couple handful of months until I left. Did it get better? Oh, yeah, no. it was, it, you know, it we still didn't get paid, but I wasn't there every day. It was just when they need me and okay, stuff like okay. that. But like, it was, it was so much fun. Like, you know, just doing that job. Um, but anywho, uh, round, fa- uh, I think after that I got a job where I did remote work cause I had a, I got, a, I got an iMac at the end of my senior year. It's a, that's a graduation gift. And again, iMac. Yeah, this is the years of uh, where Mac, where yeah. Apple was like at the top. Like, yeah, so I luckily, everything. I luckily enough got a job with a place in Ohio where they were giving me remote work to edit videos and like instructional videos of how to fix your refrigerator, your washer machine, shit like oh, that. So like, whatever problems was their their paramen would record it and um, we edit it for people to show online, see online, so they can do it themselves. So I did that job. Um. Back. So I start looking. So yeah. Oh wait, no, wait. I, so when I was lied. The transition. I lied. There's one more thing. I, no, because it's it's oh, okay. 2000 at the end of 2012, I got the job at the uh, Ohio thing because oh, okay, okay. My grandma died in 2012, and uh, that's when I was in May of 2013. I said or. Uh, May or March 2013 I said I want to move to uh, Las Vegas okay what what made you want to move to Las Vegas though like what's what well, was the main reason so the first time I ever came to Las Vegas was when I was 18 mm-hmm. my cousin Albert who was in the uh, military the army um, come, came to stay to live in Las Vegas so after Hawaii because he was stationed in Hawaii he came to Vegas and he stayed there we went to his wedding and even after he moved to Vegas a year after my other cousins followed him. So like two cousins followed him after that. Then my cousin Mike went there a year before I did um, in 2012 because he's here eight years and I'm here seven, seven years going. Eight. And um, you know, I just love Vegas. I fell in love with them when I was 18. I really enjoyed it. It was really cool. I always wanted to move to the West coast. My parents wouldn't let me go to LA because they, I had no one. So they said, go to Vegas. You have people there. So that's why I did. I, I I said okay. I moved to Vegas and and I applied to jobs a couple of days before I moved out here. Literally the day I moved out here, I was getting interviews. <laughs> I literally had. Oh, I, I applied to like I think not even a break, huh? Not even a break. Like I the next Jeez. day I had interviews and and yeah and um it's crazy because I was like it must be meant to be because I literally had five interviews in the first two weeks of living out here, which is like five more than I ever did in my time in New Jersey for actual interviews for places. So I was like, Oh shit, this, this is fucking meant to be. So moved out here, uh, you know, and luckily enough, got my job at free money studios. Oh yeah. And that's where I met you. 
That's, <laughs> that's that, if you guys want to know, that's where I met John. That is where we met each other. That's where we fell in love for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> love at first sight. Love at first sight. <laughs> so yeah, but <laughs> looked him right in the eyes. Looked, <laughs> looked him right in the eyes and oh god. <laughs> it's him. It's him. It's him. <laughs> no, but that uh that was great. Like so uh, uh well, how was your time over at uh Fremont East Studios? If you don't know, uh, guys, Fremont East was off of uh downtown uh Las Vegas. Yep. Not not the strip. If no. you if you're if you're not you take the if 90, you don't know Vegas. Take the 95 to downtown. It was right there basically, right next to the Zappos building. Yeah. Um I yeah, spent Yeah, so there's Zappos and across the street. That was it. I spent Two, two and a half years, I think, there. And oh, wow, that's a while. Yeah, because okay. I started in January, uh, August 2013. 2014 is my, my year anniversary. 2000, oh, no, I'm sorry, a year and a half, I think. Because it was 2013 to like July 2015. Um, yeah. So I lasted that long okay. there, a year and a half. I apologize. But my time there was great because. I made great friendships with people who were there and being a transplant, not knowing anyone, you know, being here, we felt like a family, you know, like we felt really close together. We felt, you know, it was just a really great atmosphere and, you know, I wish things were different and I wish things ended up differently there and I wish it was, I wish it succeeded, but I don't think I would be the person I am today if I didn't spend my time there because same here. Because it Same taught here. me, like, I was coming at 23 years old almost, 22, 23. Um, yeah, 22, 23, yeah. So, like, thinking I'm the shit. Like, I'm the best, yada, yada, yada. Like, no, I, I really <laughs> had that mentality. No, no, you're and, fine, you're fine. And it's like, you're not that. You know, fucking, no. like, you know, I, I thought, and it, and it was a terrible way to look. And, like, I, you know, I just... And I was young. I was dumb. I did some stupid shit there. Um, and I regret doing some of the stupid shit. Like, I know I, I, you know, I, um, I said this on this podcast, I think next week I say this actually. Um, but I, we did a music video for someone, Angel, and I lost the footage because I forgot to transfer the footage the night before. And then the next day it was all gone from the card. You know, I've done that too. And you know yeah. what, yeah. where I've done and, that myself. And, yeah. Like, and I never felt so much. I never felt so disappointed in someone in my whole life. And I felt so disappointed for, I, I never felt that much of disappointment when I, when I talked to Freeman and told him that and I felt super bad about that too. And I still feel super bad about that. Um, and I'll always apologize for that. Um, I mean, you live, you learn, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you do. And I think it was also based on those, uh, terrible CFAS, CFAS cards we had, CF express cards. <laughs> they were from like from computer Bay, like some, right, right, right. Hand. It was fun. Again, you know, it was a lot. I mean, we just had, like, we, we shot around downtown and we shot fucking speaker series stuff. That's basically what we did. Yeah, we did a lot of stuff We did a lot there. of stuff. Yeah. We had a live show. That was fun That's to when do. you had your iconic camera, too. Yes. At the same time. Yes. And that's when I came in, too, because you yeah. just bought that camera right when I came in, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. if I remember correctly. <laughs> the camera you dread no. every day. The camera that's filming now. And also... Like, oh, one of the craziest times was like, we try to do a same day edit for Life is Beautiful. And that was just, oh, a, yeah, that's that right. was a mess. Yeah, I heard that's a nightmare. That was a nightmare. Do. We were just trying to plug along, but we just couldn't. It was just so hard to get that going. But, well, I mean, hey, we did what we could. Um, 
But yeah, man, we, I mean, Jason, Jason Statham, you know? Oh, that's cool. So Mayor? yeah. Cause he came once, uh, to the place. Yeah. He did. A oh, that's there. cool. Uh, but yeah, it was fun downtown. It was, it was great. It was a good time. And then I left for the news in July, yeah, yeah. July. I just, uh, I just remember when I was there, uh, I was only there for like two weeks. If, uh, Oh, you were, I felt like it was longer. Uh, was it, or was it a month? You might've been there for a month. Okay. For a month. For you, yeah, it felt yeah, like yeah. two weeks. That, that was, that place was so cool though. Like there was like edit base and different rooms yeah. and all that. We had, a, we had, you had a TriCaster in one room yep, and then we had like a two studios, a, a, a psych wall, like then we had equipment room, a store, uh, an engineer room. Yeah. It was a great spot. Like honestly, I told it was you, awesome. If I, if I we, could we, just, if I had money to buy that place back, I totally fucking would in a heartbeat. I would too. And a lot of people say that, like that I've talked to you about this too. Like, uh, you know, Joseph Bryant, who, uh, who'll be actually on the podcast next week. We talk about like, we, if we could get the right people to fucking buy that shit, like we would like, it'd be yeah. awesome to fucking do. It's like a perfect spot for everything. Oh yeah, dude. It yeah. was great. Like even like, I remember that, um, there, there used to be that, that, that Hawaiian, that Hawaiian, uh, quartet that we're playing. Yeah. 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 Like, that Hawaiian yeah, quartet. Yeah. Yeah. Played, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't remember then, names, uh, that, yeah. that was the first time I was like using a, uh, broadcasting, yeah. uh, camera and stuff yep. like that. And I was like, Oh man, this is cool <laughs> yeah it was it was really fun to, it was really fun when we did the outlets too and all that stuff so it was always a, it was always a good time it was always a fun fucking time can't yeah yeah then yeah then then it just one by one people start leaving people start changing and, yeah and that's when you you're like all right and you hear you notice that it's this well, is the end also yeah. you start hearing rumblings that mean you want to like you know uh get rid of it close this place the place and it's like or like you know hey we're not hanging our sales goals we need to hit them or we're going to, I'm going to close down the studio this month. That's like my salesperson. Like it, I can't, oh, I, I don't know how to sell. I'm not that person. And I was like, all right, if she was in a fucking close shop, I got to find another place. And I also need insurance at the time. And I got the job at uh, channel 13. Yeah. So, so, uh, so you transitioned from there and uh, yeah. outside. So at the end of Fremont East for you, you went over to uh, the news. The news in this case, and how? And you're still in the new. Well, okay, you have a story about this, anyways. So, like, you're uh, you're in and out of the news, basically. So, like, you're. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll explain. Um, so, I jo- joined the news obviously again, like June. I said July 2015, and mm-hmm. my first stint there, which was July to about March 2018. Yeah, 2018. Um. I didn't like it as much. I didn't like it because I thought broadcast. I don't want to broadcast. I want to do cinema. This, that, you know, it's, <laughs> right, again, right, it's right. that mentality. Typical, and, typical filmmaker. Typical filmmaker mentality. mentality of like wanting to do it, but you know, <laughs> pretentious. It, shit. <laughs> and also I worked the morning show. I wasn't really happy with it and stuff like that. It wasn't like really my cup of tea. And I was just, you know, I was kind of angry. Like, and I was like, oh, I hate this job. Like what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just to let our viewers and uh, and uh and our listeners know, yeah. like that's what Fremont East did to us. Like yeah. it made us like really love the whole uh yeah. aspect of filmmaking yeah. in general. And and going to the news, it was just a different beast. And I'm like, oh yeah. And and I I wasn't really. I mean, I do my job well. I'm not I'm not the yeah. best. And I'm not the worst. But I do I do it well. And I do as best as I can. Always giving 110 percent. And you should do, you should put that clip of you, uh, with, uh, with time lapse of you, like putting together, like 
uh, like putting away all the equipment. Dude, I'm too, I'm too lazy to do that shit. <laughs> uh, I listen. I worked the. No, one, I mean you I, had one though. No, I think. No, like, no, I never had uploaded. one uploaded. Oh, okay. No, I oh, I think one. the news did that. Yeah, news probably did that. Um, okay, okay. But yeah, so I mean, I worked with uh, in the mornings. I worked with Parker Collins, who is probably like we hated each other to begin with, but we 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 enjoyed each other's company and we are really good friends to this day now, I think, uh, from it, but we, we were always together. Basically he was my reporter. I worked all, I like about 90% of the time. I mean, there's other like Marissa I worked with as well, but Parker and me really worked a lot. We, we went through two demolitions together implosions. We, we did oh. one October together. Um, yeah, we, we did, our, we did a Thanksgiving together and uh, we do, yeah, we did it all, man. We, I felt wow. like, yeah, it was for the two years I was there. Um, it was a loving relationship. It was. You know, <laughs> it, it, he was. He's an awesome fella. He's an awesome guy. And uh, yeah, so I have great things to say about Parker. And even the people I work with now, I have nothing but great things to say. They're all, everyone who works, I work with is amazing, but I don't want to be uh no, no, you're fine. You're fine. So, so you're, you're, you're at channel 13. You're doing your, uh, you're basically doing your job as doing, as a cameraman. Yeah. If you, but if you I'm, guys I'm not, I'm not know fully that you... happy because I'm always looking for, I was always looking right. for the bigger and better thing of like doing film stuff again. And, and during right, that right, time, right. you know, I filmed, it's just not enough, man. It's not <laughs> enough. And at the time again, we, we did, so I did, and I made myself, no, I want to make myself more known in the film community in 2016. And that's why I did Murder for Dummies. I did To Who May Concern. Then I worked. I started working with Lamont with uh, the poet. And I worked with. Then I worked with Kai, and I worked working with That's Kai so as well. I, I worked with you on the. Yeah, and, with, and I always and I always brought you in. I brought you in. I said, Mark, yeah, come, come with me, <laughs> come I, here, come, come hither. Uh, and that's when our relationship yeah, started getting yeah. a, a lot better from there. Yeah, exactly. Yes, ex- yes, very much so. And um, so then uh, uh, you were doing the poet uh, murder for dummies. Uh, to, to whom it may concern you did all those all those short films in this case yeah. like one of them is actually considered a feature but yeah yeah but like you're you're uh so you're starting to do that you're trying to be uh you're trying to get yourself and then uh i'm guessing this is when you meet kai right yeah i meet kai around that time okay, like at, okay. when film when i was filming to whom it may concern i think that's when i met her so around december ish I met okay. her. So yeah. And then we started filming. So that. that's like the next chapter. In this yeah. Case. I mean the next chapter. And like, again, I really quickly, briefly to talk about murder for dummies. That was fucking awesome. I loved working with Brian Alfredo yeah. and Kelly. I loved working with Nick. I loved working with, uh, Nick Jackman, Devin Teeter. Oh my God. Um, Kylie. Yeah. You know, everyone on that set, I, I'm blanking. And Michael Forsh, obviously too. Michael Forsh. Uh, yeah. Nick Jackman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned him. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Who made concern was a good shoot. I learned a lot there. All been on the show, by the way, guys. Yeah, everyone who's been basically almost everyone who's been Murphy Dummies has been on the show. Has been on the show, yeah. Um, uh, and then then uh, also from Who Made Concern, I have a couple people from there as well. I've also had Lamont come on the shows who I did the poet with, and Kai, and a few other people who were on the trio series as well. But um, yeah, like again, Who Made Concern. I I think the prog- there's a lot of progression. Also, if you watch. Whenever Murphy Dummies comes out, uh, to whom it concern about the progression of my cinematography, and even like you know looking at the the stuff that I shot for Kai, I think there's a lot of progression in those three projects. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So yeah, like uh, okay, so uh, you you're doing that. Like, what um, is there anything you want to say about like any of those that you want to go into, like in terms of story to tell the rest of the viewers? Or- well, I think people heard the shitting story from Murphy Dummies. 
I thought I don't have to go into that. Do I? Do I mention it again? The shit story? Um, no, I, I mean that's that's up to you. I mean, yeah, I think you already mentioned that. Yeah, I have. I, I don't need to. If you, you mentioned if, that enough. If, yeah. If they want to talk about that, listen to episode two. I think right, I mentioned right, right, in, in right. episode one. I mentioned you in episode two. Um, um, to whom it may concern? How about that? I don't think any a lot of people know about that one. I I don't think a lot of people know about it either. Is directed by Zapko Scott, who was on the episode, who was on the podcast last week. Um, that was that was that was a fascinating experience because it was just a lot of grueling days, not, not, not grueling days in the sense of like, oh my god, it was long. It felt long, but it was also. We had to drive from like one place to like the other side of the uh, valley to another side of the valley. So like thirty minutes Ooh. and like all that shit. And even it was semi trip. it was semi unorganized also, I think, as well in my personal opinion from what it is. And just think about like the amount of gear that she had to yeah, carry too. Even at like Zach like, bought that's, a fucking that's ridiculous. Like, truck with him to bring all his gear that he had too. Like oh, wow. Yeah, like one of the craziest days on set we had was we were trying to film this like whole hospital scene flashback stuff. And like, I, we went over the night before, like, okay, we need to do this, then this, then this, and try to get these people out first. And then when we got there, Zach go showed up a little late. I'm there already. Actors are showing up already that weren't supposed to be there till later. Cause no one told anyone there's miscommunication all around. It was just fucking right. nuts. And like, we, we even, we were so far behind in time, like that we were rushing a and B like, the next location, our main, our other actor had to leave for the ending part. Oh, so yeah, rewrite the ending on yeah, the fly. Yeah. So yeah, scheduling, that, stuff scheduling, like all that. Problems, it yeah. was just, it was nuts. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the product came out all right. I mean, I got some great shots. Uh, so it's out. What? It's somewhere it's, it's out there in the ether. I don't know. It was I supposed oh. to go to film festivals. I it might be out. It might it might be somewhere. If I find it, I'll put I'll link it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, from there and then, and then right after you did the poet. Uh, so we kind of did the poet and trio series at the same time, kind of, sort of. Okay. Still doing uh, you want to tell everybody about the trio series? I, they, they probably heard from Kai and all that, but yeah. like, just to reiterate the trio series is Kai Sharif's most ambitious project I've ever met in my whole life where she did, <laughs> <laughs> where she did three shows that all intertwine with each other. Like the CW's fucking Arrowverse. <laughs> and and we shot it. I love you, Kai. We shot it out of order, <laughs> and it was the biggest headache in my life. I felt like and as much as I loved being on set with everyone there, it was the biggest headache because shooting it out of order was the hardest fucking thing to keep keep track of of what episode, right. what scene, and all that stuff. And trying to remember when I shot the last what part. Happened before, in yeah. the last scene that so, progressed with the numbering. Yeah, of that I hope scene. I hope to God it looks good. So I have, I have no faith in my continuity self. Uh, <laughs> um, and I mean, yeah. it was kind of difficult doing everything out of order. I mean, in most cases, like filmmakers do yeah. shoot out of order. Sometimes the only reason, though, is because they're doing they're they're filming for like long weeks yeah. and all that, and but, and they're and they're always like filming every single yeah. day. While with Kai's stuff, we we're shooting every other day or. Couple like weeks, sometimes weeks ahead, yeah. like different weeks ahead, and not even well, that. It was three shows too, with six episodes each. Right. Well, the well, the, three, a regular each, uh, yeah. director is actually doing a movie. Yeah. Like they're actually doing a movie, and they're doing it in weeks, and they're actually filming every single day, like maybe like a, a break or two yeah. days of break and, or something. And, and even TV, like I know the office because I've been listening to the Office Ladies podcast. Shout out to Jenna Fisher 
Angela uh, Kinsey. But um, <laughs> but basically, they were saying like some of the episodes of The Office, they actually shot a little bit of stuff after like scenes on different on the same day they were filming another episode. Right, right, right. That was weeks out and stuff like that too. Because they, they, it's just that they're inconsistent. Yeah, that's the thing. They, they shot the kissing scene of Jim and Pam, like in the like in the middle in the beginning of the season when they were filming that okay. stuff or something see, like that. See, the, so people have to realize if you're new to this, yeah. like if you're still brand new to filmmaking and everything, like the only reason they can do that is because they make money doing that. Like they they already have the funds. Yeah. It's already been funded. To let yeah. let them do these these out of order consistencies with that, which means that they don't have to think about yeah. continuity except with somebody that actually has like the continuity and, inside, like of of a camera, for instance, yeah. that they're taking pictures of stuff. And, well, for us, uh, because I was on the set as well, it's more like it's it's spread out, like the, the recording days, and it's yeah. it's understandable because nobody was making money off 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 of this we were trying to go off of a chance basically yeah. and we did believe in that chance that's the thing so, and um yeah we still do and and that's the thing like it's uh and that people have to uh, i guess what uh, i'm trying to say is like it's like if you're going to do out of order please understand if you're going to do out of order like filmmaking yeah. uh make sure there's a consistent time frame also it's based it. on people's availability too so that on and, yeah you know it's hard to to be in order in a sense too. And even like, yeah, just, to, it was just, just to rem- again, to remember, plan ahead. Yeah. Plan ahead, but also to remember also what scenes you shot was always a tough one too, or what show it was and stuff like that too, where I felt like yeah. I was confusing myself. And again, too, what does, what helps too with those shows that are on TV is like, again, with like going back to the Arrowverse, because that's the most similar that we can kind of explain it to is yeah. that there's different crews for those shows. So like mm-hmm. Arrow has one crew. The Flash show. has yeah, a, yeah. one crew. Like Mark Guggenheim, I think is the, the showrunner, but he, and the EP of all this stuff, he's overseas. He's like the Kevin Feige, but he isn't, he's on all the shows, but he's not really like, he trusts a, whatever he trusts his brain uh, trust. directors yeah. or, or crew that's yeah. on those sets. Right. Yeah. So like Supergirl like, has another crew So too, it doesn't so help. Yeah. It doesn't help when you're shooting three shots and you're trying to, have each show different too and you're like wow oh. <laughs> so yeah right 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 yeah but yeah okay so so uh after the trio series what did you do well we did the poet um that was one of the hardest shoots i ever did in my whole life I feel like because we shot everything outside um and okay. that is probably the hardest fucking shit you ever have to do if you have no equipment or like not much equipment like especially right. equipment in the sense of like really good lighting like really high power fucking <laughs> right. lights to light or like a really good reflector or really big sources soften up stuff as well too. Cause we had none of that. Right. So, and on top of that too, that's where you start seeing imperfections with that black magic camera with the sensor because. Right. Because one of the things that you found out about your camera, if yeah. I remember was uh, the infrared issue yeah. with like using like uh, ND, ND filters, filters or polarizers yeah. in general. Like yeah. there was an issue with the, with the sensor for yep. that cam for and, the camera that you're using right now. Yeah. And way. even, even the funny thing about that too, is if you shoot in too brave sun, sunlight stuff also without those ND filters on, you start seeing a blown out spectacle. Like you see a, a dark oh, like artifacts, not an artifact, but like a, of dark spot that like, huh. cause the sensor can't read the direct sun. It turns into like a, 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 a black spot. Oh, I've seen that. It yeah. looks like a black hole. Kind and, of thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and okay. if you shoot in a very high clipped out white area in the whites, 
in the highlights. I mean, I'm sure uh, John will show you like a, pi- a picture of what that looks like. It's on- very like you see it. You know, I mean, you see that black spectacle as well. I don't have any. Yeah, footage, yeah. I don't have any footage of that to show actually, so I can't really show that. Well, you. I mean, you could probably just show like a, a picture of oh, maybe okay, somebody yeah. else's thing, like right on the screen yeah, or something. Okay, that works. But uh, overall, like, uh, like so, the thing is that made that cam, like his camera that he's using right now, which is the Black Magic. If you don't notice on his face camera, if you're if you're not li- if you're not watching the video podcast, yeah, basically, um, what's going on is basically uh, when there's like black like anything black or anything dark in general, mostly it's black. Um, It gives you this red brownish tint to it instead of like the natural black that you always see in most cameras. Like right now you can see him as he has black on, but it would actually look really, really reddish, reddish, uh, brownish, which is hard to get out in color. Yeah. Well, that's because the ND filters. That's right. You're saying that. Yeah. Yeah. It's because of the ND filters. There's like an infrared issue with the sensor that yeah. if you use ND filters, it will show up on there. You need to use a specific type of infrared ND filter in IR order to, uh, yeah, an IR uh, ND filter and those are in expensive. order to filter it properly. Yeah, and those were expensive. So I am yeah, buying. and it's funny because there's not many cameras that do have that issue, yeah. and unfortunately, this is one of the cameras that do. Yep. So yeah, that's that's my camera. That's my yeah. That's my camera. <laughs> that's your that's your curse. But you that's know what? It's been a good camera for what you need it for. Oh, though, yeah. Still, I mean, it was I, the one that got you places. Oh and yeah, stuff it like got that. me places. But again, it didn't get me enough jobs where I could really. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's. It, it, and to give into context, it's uh compare in this day and age, like not anymore. It's not like this anymore. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I don't see it as much. But like back in the day. Uh, when he was doing all this, uh, well, this was like, this is 2015, right? 20, yeah. 2016 close 2017. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, back then, uh, most people were really endeared by either, uh, airy or red, like red cameras was the thing for indie filmmakers. Like you, if you didn't have a red, nobody's going to talk to you kind of shit. Or people are and making, or people are making it with DSLRs and stuff like that as well too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in most cases, if you really wanted like the bigger like style shot shooting shots and like uh shoots in general, it's definitely red. Yeah, that no, was the big thing. Yeah. yeah. But now it's not like that today. So it's yeah. it's not as much as today. Like th- if anything, there's a large oh, mass of cameras I, that everybody would be I like. I just want to throw this out there too. So I'm gonna definitely throw it out there. I know we're an hour and a half in, but if anyone's wondering, you don't need to fucking look on my IMDB for this shit. I'm telling you everything I've done. So right. also yeah. too, you can just look me up on IMDb and you don't need a comment on the fucking post. And I'm, sp- I'm speaking to fucking Rusty Myers. I don't give a fuck anymore. All right. So, <laughs> um, uh, besides that, like, okay, so you're, you're, you finished like the trio series and yeah. all that. What was your next step from there? If, is, is this when you, uh, head off to light speed? Yeah. I, so right? yeah, yeah, you're okay. saying, right. So Charles, who I love near and dear, Wonderful person. Great guy. Great guy. Charles Dennis. The Grain. Um, the, <laughs> the Grain, yes. So, the Grizzoloni monstrosity also. Um, so, Charles works for this dude, Brad, uh, and he wants to be like a vlogger, guru thing, you know, because Gary V, Grant Cardone, those type of people. And so, Charles is like, yeah, man, like my dude, you know, Brad wants to, you know, have an extra shooter. I need, I need someone to help me and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then Brad gives me the spiel of like, 
I'm going to make movies. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And like, and it was nothing like that at all. And I lasted there for literally a year to the date. And it was, I learned. What like, was the company name? Again? Lightspeed VT. Um, okay, okay. The people there who worked there were good people, but I just couldn't deal with Brad and Brad. Uh, everything we did was shitty for Brad. So doesn't matter. That was a waste of my year. And also around that time too, I, I actually missed photojournalism for the news. So oh, I went back. That's so funny. So, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't even talk about that. Why did you leave the news? Well, like specifically? Specifically, it was better pay for the Brad position. That's why I left. For Brad's job. Oh, okay. The, uh, over so the news it was just was a payment. Payment. And also I had to work like 4 a.m. to 1 p.m., uh, you know, this, that, and the other thing is just, I didn't like what I was doing. I remember I didn't like what I was doing the first time around. Now I, I do enjoy what I'm doing. So if anyone's listening to this and they're like, why the fuck okay. do you work at the news? Don't know. Okay. This, okay. I, I fucking learned to appreciate the news a lot more and understand it and really, uh, do my best this time or this second stint. And I, okay. I love it now more than I love it now more than I did before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess like it's a sense of appreciation yeah, in this case. Of, and also it's funny cuz when when my my best friend Jonathan Coughlin again moved out here I we were driving around I'm like oh yeah that happened over there. Oh yeah, I remember that over there. Like I was telling him <laughs> shit that happened in the news and I and I started going kind of fucking Man, I miss do it. Miss yeah, it. I do miss it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So now you're at the news. Back so uh yeah. in this case uh now like fast forward yeah. after coming back to the news. Now you're doing chasing the frame. Yes. Yes, I am. So when I worked with Brad, Brad had a podcast called dropping bombs and I'm like, I kind of, oh, so this is, oh, so that place is where this all birthed. Yeah. Basically. So the okay. whole chasing the frame thing kind of birthed at, at light speed and chasing the frame technically birthed prior to that. When I left free money studios for the news, because chasing the frame was a company with CC and my friend Fode, uh, and it didn't really go anywhere. But I love the name so much. I'm like, I want to use it somewhere else. So when, so it's like a brainchild of both of them put together. It, yeah, it is. And like you know, doing seeing Brad do a podcast, and like you know, I was like, this is fucking easy. I can do a podcast. It's really cool. Like podcast do the end thing. I was listening to a lot of podcasts also. So I bought my podcast setup. And that's when we did our like test one. And we know a name. Yeah. We talk about Mar- you and me. Yeah. We talked about DC and Marvel movies, and we never released it. I don't even think I have it anymore. So I apologize to everyone. Yeah, it's 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 whatever. <laughs> so and then you know I I left. I was living with my ex girlfriend at the time, and I left her place, and I got my own place with my best friend when he moved out here. And, you know all that whole thing. And then I was like, well, I won't make Frasier chasing the frame of brand. I'm like, you know, maybe I'll call it chasing the wave. And it'll be under Chasing the Frame umbrella and we'll Chasing the Wave and yada, yada, yada. And it'll be a podcast because Wave, Audio Waves, yada. And, I, and that's why we wanted yeah. to call it originally Chasing the Wave. Oh, okay. Because that, that Audio actually, Waves. Uh, yeah, that actually like clears up a few questions. Yeah. Okay. So like it was, it was going to be, you know, Chasing the Wave under CT, Chasing the Frame. But then I was like, kind of like Chasing the Frame as the pot. I'm like, what if I just named it Chasing the Frame instead? Because we're all, fr- you know, frame chasers and filmmakers and shit like that. So I'm like, I'll just call it Chasing the Frame. And that's where Chasing the Frame, the name came in. But in reg- even going a little back, you know, doing your episode, your f- our first episode together was technically the second time we did it because we did, we did the Cycles of Music, I think, first. 
before I did your interview. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, we did do that first. And and it was like um, a throwaway episode too. It was a throwaway <laughs> episode. It was like, you know, we'll do this and we'll do this. And I, I was kinda I was kinda already playing the podcast. And again, I didn't really think of like people's stories until I sat down with Kelly. Uh, okay. You, so that's yeah, how yeah, yeah. I noticed that like the formatting wasn't there when I first yeah, did it. Cause it, it was with like, you. Yeah. Cause the idea of like sitting down and talking to you was like the idea. That's a good idea. I was like, Oh, that's cool. I'll sit down with Mark. We'll do something. Tell me a story. And then the second episode, I kind of did the same thing. Then I was like, well, we'll do cycles of music and maybe we'll change up categories and context and stuff like that. But then when I had Kelly over, that's when it all clicked to me. And I'm like, fucking people tell their stories. There and that's go. where chasing the frame is now where we're telling people like people are telling right. their stories and that's why I love about it. Listening to everyone's fucking story. So, uh, another thing is just so on to tell like the viewers and listeners as well. Like if anything, like even if you didn't like a certain job and all that, you yeah. still got something out of that job. Yeah. Like, and there's always something that you'll get out of, uh, whatever you don't like. Yeah. That's the craziest part. Like, it doesn't matter if you go through it, if you yeah. don't, uh, if you you despise it or yep. anything like that, it will always come back full circle because in this case, John got yep. chasing the frame from a guy, like not the name, but like the yep. whole idea, the idea from it, from a guy that yeah. he just didn't want to be in his production anymore. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, it was awesome. Been awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, and that that's, that's where we are now. That's where we so. are now. And I'm, you know, doing, I'm trying to get back into the filmmaking world again. Because again, even doing Brad, being with Brad for the year, I couldn't do much because right. I was always working with him Monday through Friday. But then again, we didn't know if we needed us for the weekend or some random call. So that was another thing too, where I'm like, I can't really do much. I don't know if this guy's going to fucking call me one day and I'm doing something or some shit like that. Like I am, because right, right, right. again, I was just like, I gotta be the best as I can be. I got to fucking just impress the dude or whatever it was. So yeah, that was, uh, and then, you know, when I went back to news, I'm like, I can focus back on the filmmaking stuff. So. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Okay. Uh, so, oh, overall, any, any, since this is probably the end of the podcast at this point, yeah, like, I would say so. Uh, what, any last tidbits or anything that you want to give to the viewers and listeners out there? You know, I did miss a lot of things that I didn't talk about in the podcast, but <laughs> I don't give a fuck because I don't have to talk. Were about they? Them. Were they uh, important enough to you? You know, actually one will be important enough and I'll go back a little okay. bit. Okay. And it will be post-college. So we'll go back to the college era again. Okay. This is okay. when I first went off. Remember we talked about how I was saying you learn a lot after and you go on actual sets. Mm-hmm. So I'll talk about that. I would like to talk about that real quick. And I've talked okay, about this a little bit on the ahead. show, but I worked with this company called the Aurora Coast Productions. And it was a... Uh, they, the dude who owned it, I think his name was Greg Cox. Um, awesome dude. Also, really like he's a producer, and he made he's he has money. Like, and he's he knows his shit. He's smart man. He has f- over five hundred thousand dollars worth of fucking production. Does gear. he like Coca Cola as well? Probably. Um, he seems like a Coca Cola <laughs> man, but um, <laughs> but dude, he had five hundred thousand dollars of equipment. This is when the red. This is when they were trying to get the five K red. He had like the red dress, like the red epic M. Oh shit! Like he had fucking okay. like all these lighting things. Yeah, Fisher fucking Dolly tracks for it. Like you name it, he had it. Oh, like, he has the production. He, stuff. he has okay. production shit. Like he has legit okay. production shit. And I don't remember how I found them. I think they were on looking for someone on on Craigslist, 
and I found them through there. And you know, I did <laughs> when it was viable to use Craigslist. Craigslist yeah, it was, and I, met, I met some weird people on Craigslist also. Which, but that, um, but yeah, the first time I did it, I uh, did the production. It was for a commercial for an insurance company, and holy shit, I learned a lot from Situation Normal doing all those things with that. But that was a different piece because we had an actual film, like an actual crew there, like a DP who was the director. Also, we had like oh, camera like assistant, roles. yeah, r- actual roles. I and I kind of was PA, but camera PA. Um, I was just trying to do everything I could in general too, and I was really enjoying it. I, I was getting so pumped for it because I I went out to Home Depot and I bought a fucking belt, put tools in. I found like, trying to get some cool <laughs> awesome. shit. So I was like really trying to like prep myself. I got gloves and all that stuff. Um. You're being the real PA. I was really the, the being stereotypical like, I was, one. <laughs> I was trying to be that for like that film dude. At, I'm sorry, I bought that shit after the that first thing. The second one I brought in shit. That's where you learn like bring a tool belt, bring like bring a toolbox with shit. Like you know, all, you need all that shit. But that was so much fun. That was a long day, and I remember I had to drive back to my cousin Jerry's house because she and her husband were away on vacation. So I literally had to drive all the way. They lived in like fucking Montclair, New Jersey, which is probably thirty to forty minutes where I where uh-huh. I lived. And I lived in the middle of New Jersey. And then where the, the shoot was, was like another 30 minutes away. So I had to drive almost Ooh. an hour up. <laughs> like, like like the other way? Yeah. Or so I, I it was like one was oh, south. Shit. One was fucking all the way up north. So yeah, oh, it, was, it was a okay. long day, but it was so much fun. It was so interesting and so unique. And it was like, I, like I, it, that, at that moment, actually, I said to myself, like, I understand fucking everything now. I understand why you need all these lights. I understand why you need to do all this shit. I understand why you need a crew. I understand why people don't use DSLRs. Like I got everything in the moment. I was like, right. And that was one of the best experiences ever. Yeah. There you go. And we also had craft services there too. That was pretty cool. (laughs) So yeah. Uh, damn. All right. Yeah. So, uh, any, any last things you want to say to our viewers and listeners? Now. You know, <laughs> I should have thought about this question because I knew we were going to go off the same format that I go off of, which is basically stick to I the mean, wall. I mean, yeah. I learn from the best. I uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a compliment. But um, <laughs> but I think you know. Hold on. Someone, I don't want to use I just know, it's do a tough it. Question, it's, it's, man. T- it's like a tough question. I can't fucking just be like. I, I'm not, I, also again. I already have 50 plus episodes where I heard people say all this stuff already. So like whatever thing I say, I feel like I'm going to copy someone that they said this already. Like you're going to just condense everything that you learned through all of them. You know, I mean you personally, like you, like how, what you, maybe something like, like life is a box of chocolates. You never know until, unless you get it. No. Um, I think the best thing to say, the last nugget I want to say to people is like, Live your fucking life. Live it yeah. to the best that you can. Live it to what you want to do. Don't live it in yeah. someone else. Don't live it in someone else's shoes. Live it yeah, okay. in your own fucking shoes and make the best of it as you can and try to conquer anything you can. Don't fucking And that could just go with anything. Yeah, that's anything and like in life. And don't say you can't. Fucking do. Because there's so many people that say I can't. I don't want to. Like I'm not going to do that. It's going to be too much work. Just fucking do it. Because again, after, and this is kind of plugging the show a little bit too. Think about this. We started chasing the frame literally last year, January 1st. On a whim. On a fucking prayer and a hope 
that I had enough fucking content and people were going to fucking um, be on the show. Like I said, I need to fill all this content. I need 52 straight weeks of shit and I need to have as much episodes as I could before January 1st. And I plugged away and I fucking did that shit, son. And we luckily also, we were forgetting like a big caveat here, like the NAB week shit <coughs> that we did last year where we fucking got Ryan Connolly, Cody, yeah. Cody Morrell, Hassani Johnson, uh, Vin DeSanti, uh, Justin Phillip, all these people that were on the show, um, and Rafi Rivera also, I can't forget him, but all these people that we got on the show that said they wanted to do this, especially Ryan Connolly of all people, just fucking, all I did was email him. It, yeah. All I did was fucking email the dude and I took, he took him, <coughs> it took him two weeks to reply. But when I saw that, I called, I, I called Mark as soon as I got that. I was like, I got Ryan Connolly and it was, yeah, dude, it, it was, was epic. And, it was yeah, crazy. And, and you know what too? Like I didn't like second guess myself. Where I was like, oh, I'm not going to. He's never going to answer. I just fucking did it. And that's what we have to do. Like, just fucking go out and do it. But also, when you go out and do it, go out and prove yourself also. Don't fucking be stagnant. Like, look at your flaws. Look at, like, the things you can do better. Don't be the guy who's like, I shot the best fucking shit ever because I'm the best. No. <laughs> fucking be humble. Be fucking. Yeah. Be. I think his science said this too. Like, he quoted Bruce Lee where he said, be like water. Maybe if he didn't, I apologize because I feel like. Heard so much fucking shit on this podcast. Not shit like a bad thing, but like adapt and create and have fun and yeah. don't and don't do it because you don't. I don't know. Just do it because you love it. Do it because you're passionate. Find the passion. Yeah, just go for it. Just yeah. go for it. Just yeah. Just don't hesitate. Just go. And if you if it doesn't work out, it just is another learning yeah. experience. That's it. Yeah, and watch fucking films. Watch, yeah. watch a lot of watch films. films. Just yeah. enjoy it, enjoy it, and don't. And also, here is my fucking last bit. Don't fucking watch the film the first time and analyze the fuck out of it. Yeah, enjoy watch it multiple it. times. Enjoy it, enjoy it first, because yeah. you'll realize what escapism is, and ex- and like it for escapism. Where don't don't judge the new Wonder Woman movie. I loved it. I saw it actually. Watched it more. Well, I I mean, like I'm just telling people in general. Oh, I fucking enjoyed the new Wonder Woman movie. There you go. So I watched it today. All right. All right. We'll probably talk about that next time. Vlogcast. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thank you guys again uh, for listening and watching this episode of. I think this is episode fifty-one. Like truly, episode fifty-two. No, this is episode fifty-two. Fifty-two. Oh, 52. I'm sorry. Yeah. Episode 52 of Chasing the One Frame. Magic whole fucking year of shit. Yep, a whole year. A special year episode. And this is exactly not a pre-record. Well, I mean, technically it's it is a pre-record. pre-recorded, but it, it basically it's not evergreen. It's it's actually has been done a week before. Yeah. Uh the the last episode with uh Zopko? I, I can't say his name is Zopko. very well. Zopko? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't really say his name very well because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's spelled uh, weirdly for me. Yeah. But yeah, um, n- no offense to you, man. Yeah. But uh, overall, like, it's, uh, we have a lot coming out. And uh, if anything, this is episode 52. This is the, marks the end of the year for Chasing the Frame yep. overall because we officially started the, uh, the whole entire podcast on January 1st. So yeah. that's the craziest part of it. We're almost a year, John. We are almost a year. We are about, well, we're going to, I think I said we're going to drop this on January 1st. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll drop it well, on January 1st. It'll be a so day it's a after, year. Yeah. 
It'll be a day after Wednesday, but still be dropped on the official date of our official anniversary. So this, in a way, this is kind of an anniversary video, but we have an actual anniversary video. Yeah, so look do. out for that too. Yes. As well. I think that's January, um, I think that's January 2nd. It's though. a vlogcast. It is. Jan- <laughs> Jan- actually, no, we didn't say it. It's January 2nd. We said that already. I think. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah, remember yeah, I had to change the date. I, I don't remember anymore. Oh, <laughs> we, you wrote it down. But I, did. I know that. I, I, but yeah. I sent you a Google invite. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, besides that, uh, so if you guys can uh, go to the Patreon soon because we have a lot of stuff mm-hmm. coming out, including all of the video, the first few videos uh, finally re- released on Patreon exclusively so that you guys can see it mm-hmm. uh, beforehand. Or other than that, we'd be releasing it biweekly, I believe. Weekly. Weekly. Sorry. Yeah, uh, weekly is, along with the, uh, the wait, podcast. If, as bi-weekly, well, is biweekly twice a week? No, by. Yeah, it's two times. Two weeks. Bi-weekly is every, every other week. No, I was talking about it's, it's, every, it's, it's every, yeah. every other day. Well, every day. Every two weeks. Every, That's every what two days is. a week is going to be a, a podcast on YouTube this year. Yeah. So Monday so, and Wednesday. Um, yeah. So it's, but it's going to be available on Patreon. So you yeah. don't have to worry about it. Um, and also just to keep in mind as well, guys with, uh, uh, chasing the frame in general, we also are, um, we, we also are going to be working on, uh, new episodes, including our new intro yes. is about to show up. Yes. So I mean, after show- this week. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'll actually be on this episode too. I think. I think. I- yeah. Yeah. Let's put it so on this after episode. this week in yeah. this case. So, yeah. yeah. But other than that, guys, thank you for again for listening to uh, Chasing the Frame. Uh, just have a good night, have a good day, and have a good week. Oh my god, you got it correct almost. You almost got it correct, Mark. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Later, guys.